Alexandria, Episode 4, by Sheena Austin. Detour, Queenie. Matilde was a no-go. The forest was on fire, and her hut as well, so I've dropped you up as closely as possible to Shira. How close? she asked. Give or take a hundred miles, the dragon replied. Alexandria let out a sigh. Seriously? Why can't you go near Shira? I'd rather not become Dragon Shish Kebab. Just be grateful that you're here and you can take care of the rest. Use that necklace and some magic and you'll figure it out. I don't want to attract Felipe or alarm him of my whereabouts. The dragon shrugged. Not my problem, and I assume he's the one who burnt down Matilde's forest. Alexandria and Amariatis stood alone as the dragon flew off. "'What do I do now?' she asked Amariatis. He snorted and trotted off. <sighs> she sighed. "'You're not much help. Why don't you talk or transform into something useful, like a human?' He flipped his head back and slit his eyes. "'Humans are not useful, and fairies aren't either, apparently.' Alexandria stood, shocked. "'You do talk! "'Your Majesty, we have other things to worry about than me talking. "'While I'm busy surveying, you will catch flies and open your mouth. "'Be useful and help me!' "'Alexandria tried to shake the cobwebs from her head. "'Her necklace burned her skin and buzzed loudly. "'She covered her ears, but it did not protect her eardrums from wanting to burst. "'She fell to her knees, and the ground beneath her began to open up. She frantically searched for Mariatus, but he was nowhere to be found. Her fingers gripped her necklace. Take Mariatus and me to the cave. Within half a beat of her heart, she adjusted her eyes to the dark cave and saw Mariatus beside her. She ran up to him and hugged him. I'm so glad to see you. He nuzzled into her and whispered, Me too. He stepped back and transformed into a raven-haired man of her dreams. He scooped her into an embrace. He pressed his lips passionately against hers. She returned the kiss and stepped back. Alexandria stood still. He took her hand. No time for gawking. We have a kingdom to save. But how? She asked. Together. Now, how do I know you're him, Jonathan? I thought you were dead and trapped. Why didn't you tell me? Jonathan ran his fingers against her cheek. It was safer that way. If you had known, Philippe would find out as well. He can read your thoughts. Please, we haven't time. You transporting us here wasn't the brightest idea. Excuse me? I didn't know what else to do, and you walked off. I had to do what I thought was best when the earth was going to swallow us whole. She couldn't believe this was the reunion she had looked forward to. Her necklace thrummed, but she wasn't sure if it was anger or danger. Laughter and clapping echoed throughout the cave. They both turned to see Philippe. What a beautiful reunion. Clever, Jonathan, to disguise yourself as a horse. Jonathan pushed Alexandria behind him. No heroics, Jonathan. I just want Alexandria to come peacefully. Alexandria touched her necklace to conjure a weapon. Instead, she levitated in the air, struggling to stop, 
but she inched closer to Philippe. That's not surrendering peacefully. Now, I wanted to kill you both later, but I'll just do it now. Philippe flung Alexandria against the wall. Alexandria shrieked as she hit the cave wall. The cave shook, and the slattices began to fall. Her body burned with rage, her nostrils flared, and her eyes blazed. Fire shot from her fingers, and her necklace burst into flames. She shrieked louder and tossed Jonathan out of the way before Philippe approached him. Alexandria lunged on top of Philippe and took the necklace off, and it transformed into a dagger. Alexandria stabbed him with it. Philippe let out a maniacal laugh. You're pathetic and weak to think a tiny dagger will harm me. Alexandria stuck her fingers into his flesh. Letting out a battle cry, a stalactite fell, and before it landed on them both, she leapt off. The stalactite pierced Philippe, and he dropped to the ground. Cautiously, she examined his withering body, and with his last breath, he cursed her. He expired before her eyes and adrenaline coursed through her body. She ran over to Jonathan to check on him. She wrapped her arms around his neck and pressed her lips against his. The force of her kisses knocked them both onto the ground. He broke apart from her embrace and kiss. She felt the ache starting to burn deep inside of her. She needed his touch and kisses. She frowned and lowered her head. Jonathan lifted up her chin. My love, as much as I want to finish this reunion, I think we should have. She shook her head. No, we must find the crystal. We've defeated Philippe. He took her necklace and held on to her tight. Before she could protest, they were in a meadow. We need the crystal. Why did you stop me? Your life is more valuable than the crystal. Plus, while you were fighting him, the crystal took upon itself to materialize before me. Slackjawed, Alexandria shook her head. Are you serious? A crystal with its own mind? Yes, imagine that. Now, what do we do with it? I think it's best we get back to Nemu. She'll know what to do. If I beg your pardon, Nemu said the prophecy said for you to defeat an in- evil army. Alexandria looked around to see where the voice was coming from. Who's there? The guardian of the crystal. I happen to be trapped inside. If you could so kindly use your magic to release me, I can help you. Looking at Jonathan, she motioned to him. Give me the crystal. Jonathan handed it to her, and she held it in her hand. Her necklace thrummed, and the crystal went up into smoke, and a young wizard appeared. Alexandria's knees wobbled, and her brain went fuzzy. This just gets stranger by the moment. Says the fairy queen, nothing is impossible, your majesty. Now if we could stop gawking, we have an evil army to defeat. I suppose you could tell us where the army is, Jonathan asked. The wizard closed his eyes. They are on their way here. They were alerted by your magic, perhaps. I feel their anger. They seek revenge for you killing their master. Great. A bloodthirsty army is upon us. How could they find us? Alexandria demanded. The necklace gives out a trace of a magic trail, Merlin explained. Jonathan shrugged his shoulders. I'm sorry, love. 
Now, I suggest we stay here and hold our ground. With this crystal, you must thrust into the earth. It will give off a shockwave and stun them. Then you, your majesty, must do your thing. Panic filled Alexandria's voice. What thing? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You'll know what to do, Jonathan said with confidence. Without warning, they were surrounded by them. Alexandria, without a second thought, threw the crystal to the ground and it shattered, stunning the army as the wizard said it would. Unfortunately, it stunned Jonathan and the wizard. Panic overtook her body as she closed her eyes. What do I do? She shouted, and then without thinking, she started to levitate into the air. She saw the army starting to unfreeze, and with all her might, she threw the necklace into the air. It burst into flames. She quickly threw a shield upon the wizard and Jonathan. Fire fell upon the army, and they began to disintegrate. Her body began to descend, and she stood amongst the ashes of the army. She removed the force field around Jonathan and the wizard. Jonathan ran toward her and swept her in his arms. He placed his lips upon hers. You saved us. I knew you would. In all honesty, I didn't know what to do, Alexandria explained. He held her tighter. Sometimes we just have to have faith that it'll all work out. Alexandria kissed Jonathan. You are wise, my love. Now can we go home? Jonathan laughed. <laughs> yes, of course. However, it looks like we have to walk. Have you forgotten that you have a wizard at your disposal? The wizard said as he approached them with her necklace. Amazing. Thank you. What is your name? She asked. Merlin, the wizard replied with a smile. Of course it is, she smiled. Now off you go, he said with a wave of his hand. Within a blink of an eye, Alexandria and Jonathan stood in front of a waterfall. It was the place of her dreams. Simultaneously, they spoke. Home, sweet home. They walked off together to their palace, and they lived happily ever after. The End Sheena Austin is the author of Returning to Mr. Darcy, a lover of all romance, cat whisperer, and Kermit obsessed. The author currently lives in Virginia with her boyfriend and two cats. She is a substitute teacher and aspires to fulfill her dream of being a special education teacher. If you would like to learn more about Sheena Austin or find links to all of her social media, please visit our website at lcowenbooks.com. That's lcowenbooks.com, where thoughts become worlds. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our channel. For more information on sci-fi fantasy authors, short stories, and novels, please visit our website, lcowenbooks.com. LC Owen Books where thoughts become worlds.